Somehow, Palpatine returned. Again? According to this new theory, another return is possible, but how do we feel about it? And what are our hopes for Bad Batch Season 3? Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. As I am preparing for the podcast episodes, I go on a tangent on Google oh and Reddit, and I stumble across some theories, because that's that's mm-hmm. a, a big topic that we like to cover on the podcast, is theories and how it would look in Star Wars, and how it would look like to affect lore and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled upon one that just made me kind of roll my eyes, but then they explained it through the comics, and it left me like okay this is interesting it's not like a full resurrection it is more of a continuing of the spirit what what am i talking about here apparently sith can imbue their kyber crystals with their own spirits their essence their soul and put it into the kyber crystal and that is a way for them to continue on and they haven't detailed anything in the canon but this is apparently something that you can do in the canon star wars world i don't know the specifics on like how it would go about but i do want to talk about what it would look like for palpatine to return again Somehow Palpatine returned. So we're not talking like Horcrux here. This is just like this is a way for their their spirit to continue. It's like their personality being transferred into something else. It's not like like you said. It's not like a Horcrux where it's not like an actual part of them. It's not their actual like. It would be their self, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't be like a physical form that they take. So it is a Horcrux. Pretty much, kind of. Okay. But only once. And when does this happen? Is this like upon death it just goes into it? Or is this like a thing where it's like, no, I'm just half a shell of a human and then the other part is my lightsaber? Does it explain that? Or is it kind of more just like loosey-goosey? So in the comic, and this comes from Star Wars number 42, a character named Auntie Fees says this. Quote, when a force user creates a red crystal, the terrible events in their past are encoded into the kyber's very substance. The experiences, the memories remain inside the crystal. And apparently in comics, Palpatine has also returned before. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) it's not new. What do you know? Uh, But this would be like an alternate, alternate way for the spirit or the events that inspired or made Palpatine Palpatine could continue on. So when he bled his lightsaber, mm-hmm. everything that led up to his moment of turning to the dark side mm-hmm. would be captured in that kyber crystal. Mm. And this is something that uh, in Legends was very different. Uh, the reason that lightsabers were red in Legends was because they used synthetic crystals and that pure crystals, the ones that the Jedi used, were the various colors because they were pure. But mm. the red, impure, synthesized kyber that was the reason they were red interesting in canon now though we've seen it uh at on screen actually in jedi survivor when dagon gara comes back from his time in the chamber um he bleeds his lightsaber so he takes it out and he turns it red and then puts it back into the blade Mm -hmm. so in that moment it would have taken everything that made him a sith 
and put it into that one crystal. So basically, basically corrupting it like a, the soul would be corrupted mm-hmm. in the act of going and continuing down the dark side of the force. Interesting. I wonder how that relationship builds with a Jedi slash Sith and their lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Like if it just continues to feed off of their pain and anguish and suffering and I would imagine so. Yeah, I would think that it would just continue to collect all of what makes them Sith. Sith. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at it, even in canon, even in the movies, you have Luke's lightsaber calling to Rey. Mm-hmm. And that would be echoes from the past and the history from that blade calling out to her. So there, there, I think there is definitely something to that. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, this idea that... The experiences that make you a Sith get held in your lightsaber and your kyber crystal. And that is a way for yourself to be immortalized almost Mm -hmm. as long as that kyber crystal is still around. And as far as we know, it is still around Mm -hmm. because we don't after the prequels, we don't see Palpatine use a lightsaber again. That's true. He is, one, he doesn't ever like lightsabers in Legends, in canon. Every example that we see of him, and it's explained in the extended universe in the books, Palpatine and the Sith look down upon the use of a lightsaber as a perversion of the Force. (laughs) That if you were a true Sith, you would not need to lean on such things as a, a lightsaber, something, a physical object. You can rely solely on the dark side and the power of the force Hmm. and that's that's what's believed is the the strength there interesting so that actually kind of loses some of the weight for the lightsaber crab crystal kind of imbued with their like you just you don't get that relationship as much with sith in Mm -hmm. there well, you don't get it with Palpatine. Yeah. And yeah. that was a very much Palpatine and uh, Plagueis belief. It's not mm. all Sith, obviously. Mm. Uh, side tangent, though, the reason that you can't just like... The reason that we don't see lightsabers used in combat where you just switch them on and then switch them back off like mid-combat is because the uh, Sith think of it as weak and the Jedi think of it as immoral. <laughs> what? So there, there's a, it's a forbidden strategy. Like you can, instead of like having your blade ignited the whole time, mm. you can turn it off and like turn it back on to gain an edge. Right. Oh, uh, okay. That's just a side tangent on lightsabers. <laughs> Fascinating. Going back though, what, how would you feel about Palpatine coming back again? Uh, I think we all know my thoughts on this. Um, please don't. Yes. Please let uh, him. You can do it one let time. Let him die. I, I do have a theory on how it could work, but um, I think a theory that I would actually like. But I, I do want to want to ask you, like, what what's your reasoning? Why, why is it a hard no for you? It's a hard no because they've just done it so many times and they haven't done it well. Mm-hmm. So I can't foresee well, I, a. You, you need to you need to play Battlefront Two's campaign. Uh, that's all I'll say. Wh- what <laughs> he comes back there too? In a way. Uh-huh. He kind of comes back. Oh my but gosh. when you say so many times, what do you mean? It just. Because we just see it once. He just feels like movies. he's the constant villain. Yeah. And everyone else is like compared to Palpatine mm-hmm. now. And it's almost like no one can 
become better than that villain so you know what why make a new one let's just throw him back in like it just feels like the ultimate cop-out right now Uh yeah i i agree i think how they use it definitely is a cop-out in in legends it is a a through line that palpatine's constantly finding ways to continue himself whether that's through cloning whether that's through uh, just extension of life relying even heavily or even more heavily on the dark side to extend his lifespan as that's a big part of his thing trying to find ways for him to use the dark side of the force like he can for other people bringing them back from the dead how can he do that for himself that's a big focus for Palpatine but they don't use that at all in any of the movies and I think that is why it feels like such a big cop out Mm -hmm. I hate that the ultimate uh, Snoke was actually just a clone that Palpatine used it would work if it was set up in any of the other movies but because they just randomly say somehow Palpatine returned blah 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 you don't need to know the details he's Mm -hmm. here he's the big bad now that's where it fails for me yeah there was not enough build up there was not Mm -hmm. enough lore in Palpatine in the movies yeah for us to understand what it was that he was really trying to achieve but 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 you can see it in the comics or this book that it no why we're specifically saying in the movies they did not build him up as this character a thing with storytelling is you need to have the piece of media that you have and you are reading or writing or putting on film or putting on a television show you need to have it be self-contained even if like in star wars example even if it leads to something else or connects to something that has already happened you need to have a full story within your story you cannot rely on a comic that 50 people have read Mm -hmm. or a legends book that is no longer thought of or even in print Mm -hmm. to explain this yes if it's going to be a thing it's got to be a thing that makes sense within the, the story media that is, being told. that is, yeah, that is being used to yeah. tell the story. Did we get a little tiny, itty bitty little fraction of like maybe Palpatine wants to live a long time? Kind of, maybe with that weird like when he and Anakin are talking in that weird, yeah. like you get just the tiniest Not from a hint. <laughs> yeah. You get the tiniest hint that maybe he's got some knowledge about mm-hmm. living a long time or at least, at least knowing how to make, how to help other people live long. Yeah. That's it. We don't know any other uh-huh. like, in the, in the medium of film, uh-huh. in Star Wars film. And I think this is going to be a big thing as we get further on into the Dave Filoni stuff. Because Dave Filoni's like, oh, but we explained it in this like random episode of Rebels or Clone Wars. No. Mm-hmm. That's not going to fly. No. Stop that. Um, <laughs> because like, like he said, and like George Lucas has said, anything off of the main screen is fan fiction. Everything that Dave Filoni was doing was fan fiction. Everything that the book writers are doing is fan fiction. Everything that the comic writers are doing is fan fiction. Yes, they can have a piece and they can inspire each other. And ultimately, they can have a structure. But as we've seen time and time again, just because something is in a book does not mean that a movie later on cannot overwrite that. Mm -hmm. Dave Filoni himself has set up various origin stories for Ahsoka 
and other characters and other writers have gone into Star Wars and made uh, expansions on that character, and they have been rendered um, not, not like incomplete almost. Mm. Uh, they've they've been sullied in a little a little bit. Yeah, but. That's beyond the point. Yeah. This idea that Palpatine can return, I think, is okay. And now my theory of yeah. how it could work. Yeah. I don't think they should bring him back into a physical form. Mm. I think there's two. There's a serious answer and then there's a joking answer. I'm going to do the serious answer first. Um, I think that they could have Palpatine influence the next generation or the next villain mm-hmm. of whatever the Star Wars movie is going to be with Rey. I think there's going to be echoes of that, and maybe that's something that Ray has to deal. I think I think they need to use Palpatine very sparingly and wisely, mm-hmm. especially. And and I think they do need to use him, yeah, because they made such a big Ray is a descendant of Palpatine, right? And that opens a whole can of worms mm-hmm. in terms of her growth as a character being tied to his growth as a character. Yeah, so there needs to be something there. I would agree. I definitely think we need to see. Ray take responsibility for that mm-hmm. in a way um because yeah it was so like last minute thrown in yeah. feeling that it uh-huh. was like okay now that we're all like come to grips okay enough mm-hmm. that she is a descendant of Palpatine maybe we actually need to see some of this in like consequence like what yeah what wh- her how does overcoming this change like, things yeah how does she bury the past and her past or and her lack of understanding of her past, and then move on and adopt the new name. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't see that yet. I think that needs to be covered in some form or fashion in whatever this next Ray movie is going to be. Yeah. Now, my joking answer is that uh, Palpatine can just come back as a, uh, a funny comic relief ghost. Oh, I like it. Uh, <laughs> we just watched Mulan last night, so similar to like... Uh, the Ancestors. <laughs> the Ancestors almost, or the Dragon Dude. Mushu. Mushu. I, I think he could be like the modern day Mushu. <laughs> All right, just following Ray around. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe don't do that. Uh-huh. You sure you want to do that? <laughs> you sure? Uh, that yeah. right table look way better if it was red. <laughs> uh, exactly, never gonna happen. But that's just joking. Like, like that—that's what I thought of. I thought of the serious answer, and then I also thought of like this would be funny. Little tiny Palpatine walking. Yeah, little, little tiny Palpatine head. <laughs> be like, you sure you want to do that? Oh no. Yeah, if I remember correctly, uh, <laughs> Luke had a very similar thing. My apprentice Anakin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Just be this old senile dude. Yep. Um, yep. But. Moving on, we have that whole thing. You know what Palpatine's all about? He's all about the cloning. And you know what's all about the cloning? Bad Batch. They are Task Force 99. They're the, the rejects are the ones that were specifically designed for specific tasks and to be utilized together. Uh, tactics, strength, uh, technical ability, sharpshooter skills and tracking all of these things are wrapped up in this one group of people and we are getting the third and final season of bad batch very soon it's rumored that we should be getting a trailer here very soon and i'm very excited but also really scared so i want to talk about our hopes for season three Mm -hmm. and then we'll get into how the cloning in season two can influence the the story Mm -hmm. of season three what are you hopes for what's your biggest thing that you want to happen honestly i really don't know because i'm i feel a little lost 
in season two. I get kind of what's going on, but I feel like they're like I almost don't want to think too hard about it. Yeah, so you can be surprised. <laughs> yeah, so I can just go through the motions and be like, "What?" Uh-huh. Um, I need to know. Well, I I want to know what Omega is really all about. Yeah, like, why is she here? Why was she created? What is her deal? Is she just the humanity of? these clones or like what what was how, the purpose yeah what how, why is she the key to everything because it seems like she is mm-hmm. um yeah i i mean it'd be nice to see whoever's left come together and become the band again but i don't think that's gonna happen mm-hmm. i think we're gonna get our hearts destroyed by that um uh, probably more gonna well, we're already down one yeah <laughs> hopefully i i kind of hope that he stays I think I think he's dead, dead. Yeah. And if he does come back, I think he's gonna be a zombie, like the one cloning dude. Oh no! I think he could he could do some reanimate him. In a yeah, way. something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or if they take his clone cells and just reclone him, but right. make him evil. Right. Um, similar to kind of how they did Crosshair, mm-hmm. where they had him with the chip, and going and turning and becoming even more obedient mm-hmm. maybe that's something that they do with tech but just becomes the tech yeah i don't i one i don't think that's necessarily going to happen i just think if they're gonna bring him back they're gonna use it in some kind of weaponary force yeah. or something like that yeah. corrupt him somehow but again with star wars unless you see their dead corpse their decapitated head Mm -hmm. their limbs and arms and every single piece of them strewn across the ground and incinerated and then the ashes burned again they could still be alive (laughs) (laughs) yeah lightsabers aren't deadly anymore Mm -mm. um falls we've seen what happens to falls but in terms of like the story and the hopes, I, I really hope that we get into more of the Mount Tantus idea yeah, because sure. that's a big piece. Mount Tantus is this thing in Legends and and I think in canon, but I'm not sure. Uh, definitely in Legends where Palpatine houses a lot of his discoverings and his findings and his research and things that he's discovered throughout his time through the galaxy and his searches and through his overcoming and and capture of the the entire galaxy that's the place that he has has everything mm-hmm. and it's connected to thrawn as well uh, uh, pretty directly mm-hmm. So I think there could be a lot of things where they start setting up these pieces and these Easter eggs that won't come to fruition until the time frame of like the Mandoverse. Mm. So I hope because we saw season two of Bad Batch and season three of Mandalorian around the same time, there were some very similar themes that were happening there. And I think that was intentional Mm. in some form or fashion. Cloning is a big piece of Star Wars, like we were talking about earlier with Palpatine. There is this idea of capturing the essence of the Force in this cloned, controlled being. And that's something that has continued to be researched throughout this whole time. Mm -hmm. So I want to see some more details on that. What does it? I I love the notes around the rehousing of the clones and trying to find them as like new purposes. Like, what happens when you are trained as a warrior? And then there aren't any wars to fight. Mm-hmm. You're specifically created mm-hmm. to fight a war. Yeah, you are, in some form or fashion, cognizant. You are able mm-hmm. to make your own choices. Yeah. But 
you were also created with war in mind. Yeah. And now it's a time of peace. Mm-hmm. And I'm using quotation marks there. Yeah. What does that look like for the clones? And I loved that they noted on that in season two. So maybe that's something that they pick up again in season three as a little subplot there. I would think so. Because mm-hmm. we still got... Um, Chuchi. Yeah, Chuchi. Is that Governor? I think so. Governor, Governor Chuchi. Chuchi. Yeah, we still got her kind of in the plot mm-hmm. somehow, somewhere. Yeah, they Rex is still going around. They, yeah. they touched with Rex a little yeah. bit, but not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Commander Cody was there a bit. Mm-hmm. So, there's, so what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's what I really want to get into. Yeah. I don't care about like the big overarching things. I don't care about any of that. I want I mean, to see. I, I mean, that's that's fun to look at, but like I really want to see like the behind the yeah. scenes. I want to see like make pol- politics. Ever since Andor happened, I'm like all into the politics side of Star mm-hmm. Wars now. Like the inner workings of how things actually are working in some form or fashion on Coruscant we see that with the New Republic in the Mandalorian season 3 we see that with the Empire and Andor Um, I imagine we'll see it in future things as well but I hope that we see more of these teases and these bits and pieces on how the Empire stays the Empire Mm -hmm. until it's overthrown yeah it can't end well to be I mean it Uh can't because it's just the time frame that we're in it's like the Empire is going to win yeah so the best we can hope for is that they escape and they live somehow happily out in the middle of nowhere. Like Rex. Like Rex. <laughs> like Mando. Like all these other people that are doing this. Like, who? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts, though, for Bad Batch Season 3 as well as Palpatine possibly returning. Let us know in the comments below or contact at uplinkpodcast.com. You can listen to the podcast wherever you find podcasts. And as always, may the Force be with you.